Right, I'm here again with Sarah Brady. Uh, you were on my show a couple months ago, I think. I've kind of lost track of time, but Sarah is the mom who was arrested on an Idaho playground for trespassing. Um, and we went over that whole story, which was ridiculous, of course. And I just wanted to find out what's what's going on now. What's um, any updates to your to your story, to your case? What's uh, and welcome for thanks for coming coming back on. Yeah, thanks for having me. So I wish I, I had better news than what I do, but we still haven't had pretrial. So I've had two attempts at a pretrial. The last one was um, they had sent me paperwork telling me to be personally present at the Ada County Courthouse. Um, and if I wasn't personally present, they were going to issue a bench warrant, right? Typical, typical court paperwork. But then they sent me a Zoom link telling me to do Zoom. But that didn't have any threat of arrest. And so I had called my lawyer about it, you know, and I said, I just, you know, issue me new paperwork that, that's obviously going to trump whatever this paperwork says that I could, you know, be arrested for if I'm not pers personally present. And he, he chose not to file that for whatever reason. And um, so I ended up going to the Ada County Courthouse and saying, I'm here, you know, I don't want to be arrested. And the, um, like the security at the door said, oh, you know, just go down to Expo Idaho. This happens a thousand times. You're not going to get in trouble. I'm like, well, then you guys can issue me new paperwork right now because I'm not going to drive away from the Ada County Courthouse and then have like, I, you know, it's really important to get things in paper, in writing, right? Yeah. In writing, yeah. and especially from the courts, yeah. right? And so, and I'd had a, a problem previously with my arraignment because I'd called and they said, well, you don't, you don't need to come in. And I was like, okay, well, <laughs> send me something in writing. Like even an email would be enough for me. That way, if, so, you know, they're like, we, we don't do that. And I'm like, okay, well, then I'm coming down there. So, you know, anyway, so I, you know, we ended, I ended up having an attempt at a pretrial there in, you know, in front of the courthouse. It was loud. And actually what happened was that they wouldn't let me in because I did, I, I'm not going to wear a mask. And um, they ended up sending down the trial court administrator, who was a very nice woman. And she handed me a phone and I, you know, I didn't even, I, you know, she handed me this phone and has it been disinfected? Right. I mean, I'm just like, okay, thanks. You know, so we do this attempt at a pretrial and um, yeah, essentially it got rescheduled because I did not have witnesses because I'm having trouble with witnesses because they're requiring people to wear masks in the courthouse. Mm. And I'm incredibly concerned that if I put witnesses down and they're compelled to testify, what's their consequence then for not wearing a mask or, um, you know, are they going to be, are they going to be thrown into jail? Are they going to be in contempt of court? So that's, that's something that's going on behind the scenes right now that I've been trying to resolve. Yeah, that's a really out. interesting question because, you know, if you're, if you're compelled to appear in court and they suddenly have these ridiculous demands on you right. to be there, you know, right now it's a mask. What if later it's a vaccine? You know, what if they compel you to be in court and, oh, but you've got to take our, our back this vaccine right. in order to be there? What's your legal recourse in that situation? Yeah, I don't, I, these are, these are, op these are questions that have yet to be answered by my lawyer yet to be So mm. um, that's, that's kind of been, you know, behind the scenes, just a, a underlying issue, a big issue. And that's, I think, ca causing some problems with going forward because, you know, mm. A, I don't want to go to trial without witnesses, right? Yeah. Um, but then I also, these, a lot of these witnesses are my friends, you know, close friends, mm -hmm. and I'm not going to put their name down on a piece of paper 
um, unless they're okay knowing that they might have to, you know, draw their line in the playground sand, so to speak. Right. Yeah. And so, um, yeah, so that's, that we're just, that's, that's kind of the behind the scenes dealing with that. And then, you know, you, you talk about what's going to be next, a vaccine, right? It's good. That's what, that's what the mask issue is going to switch to. I don't care what you think. I, that's, I'm completely convinced that that's what we're going to be dealing with in the future. And where's due process on that? I mean, due process mm -hmm. is basically the process that a, a citizen is afforded before they lose their rights, right? And I have a right to breathe free, um, as does anyone else. And if you choose yeah. to hand over that right, that is your right to hand over that right. But, um, you know, the same thing's going to be for a vaccine, right? Like, we, yeah. where's the due process afforded us before something before we lose a right. And so, you know, all of these issues are coming to surface. I mean, we obviously see our republics just, everything's being questioned right now. And, you know, I just feel an obligation because I, I, I'm truly concerned about our future for our nation and what that looks like for our children. Right. And so I, yeah, you if know, this, I mean, if they succeed in making this the new normal, that's horrific. You know, nobody, well, I shouldn't say nobody, but I certainly don't want that for my children. So yeah, sure. we need to, we need to be doing something about it now. Yeah. So yeah, so I, I've got another pretrial coming up October 15th. I think that's at 3 p.m. And um, we'll see what happens there because at this point I still have, I still have issues with the witnesses. So I don't, right. I don't really know. Although I will say they did correct their paperwork. Their paperwork did say that I would get a Zoom link two days prior, but it did not say, if I recall, that I, I would be issued a bench warrant, which was mm -hmm. very interesting. So it's like they took out the consequence if mm -hmm. I didn't show up and, was, and, and wasn't on the Zoom link. So I find that interesting. So at this point, I really, I don't really know at this point, I, I've, re, I've re, um, rescinded my, um, rescinded the court's option to use my computer or my, my devices for Zoom. So I've got to now figure out what that looks like. If they're going to provide a place for me that um, will allow me my right to not wear a mask. Mm -hmm. So these are all really interesting, interesting. complicated interesting. things. Yep. Yeah, because so. for, for so many people, the, the mask issue is coming up in the context of private businesses because that's, you know, the way, the way that this has been manipulated or orchestrated, it's really put private citizens against each other and mm -hmm. private businesses against people and which is great for the for the people in charge because you know we're right. all sort of fighting each other but right. you're actually in a situation where you are directly you're going up against a government you know a court is public and it's the government and so you're in kind of a unique situation where it's right. not just the local trader joe is telling you you've got to put on a mask right. this is the state and there's a requirement for you to be there so it's going to be really interesting to see how this plays out, right? Um, to see what well, happens here. And I'm all about personal property rights. I mean, I I believe in the right to discriminate if it's your personal business. I that's yeah, that's just yeah. my I I that's I'm I'm really into private property. Yeah. And so, do I agree with it? Do I want people to be denying people if you're white, black, or you know if you have a crooked nose? No, because I think that's not very nice. But then again, I think I think the free market can will fix that, right? Because yeah. someone else is going to have a, a store where you're not discriminating. Now, of course, we are to the point now, though, the government's gotten so involved and there's anti-discrimination laws. We have ADA laws. We all have all kinds of laws, right? So, I mean, ultimately, though, I mean, that's, that's my principle. Um, but, you know, talking about businesses, I mean, if, if I owned a business, I would want the right. I mean, what if the government says, well, you can't tell someone they can't come into your business without a mask. I don't know if I like that. Right? Right, I don't know if right. I like that. I don't, I want it to be my business. Right. And if I want you to wear a unicorn on your head, 
then you know, you're not going to support my business and that's really how it should be. But yeah. you know, speaking about gov, this is, this is a government building, right? This is government yeah. where I don't think the government should have a right, you know, to tell me to, to violate my rights. Yeah. That's not the purpose of our government. If you read our constitution, it was to restrain our government, not to restrain me, right? right. Or the people. Right. So I, yeah, I mean, these are really interesting times. And I mean, quite frankly, I get a little bit anxious sometimes because, yeah. you know, I mean, when you push back, right? I mean, look at me, I've got the state of Idaho prosecuting me for standing on wood chips. <laughs> We're yeah. talking, this is a nonviolent crime. I don't even want to call it a crime. It's not even a crime. And it's, and I guess, I mean, I guess we're, again, we're talking about public private property versus private property. So it is different. Um, but you know, the orders, the, the lockdown orders are not, are not lawful. You know, I, I, it's, it's, there's probably, you know, a lawyer would have a better take on this because there probably is a difference when it's the state saying, well, these are the conditions for our property, but you know, then, then at what point does, does the word public even mean anything? Because you're a right. member of the public and this right. is something your taxes paid for and you're supposed to be able to, I mean, the whole, right. I just think it's, it's interesting because it's bringing a whole lot of things into question that probably people haven't had to question or right. it haven't, it hasn't really come up in, you know, right in their face before. So. Right. And it for sure causes you to think about what your principles are Yeah, in regards to, are they clear and concise? Do you really understand what the principles are? And you know, I mean, what, what's the, um, is it, I don't, I don't remember the, the case, but it's any law that's repugnant to the constitution is null and void. So, you know, we've got the constitution here, we've got our state constitutions and then our state codes and our statutes and all just trickles down. Right. At right. the end of the day, at the end of the day, I can tell you our founders, their intention for the constitution was not for mom to be arrested on wood chips. I yeah. know, I, I know that. Yeah. That's so, an easy one. That's I think that's an easy one. one. Right. And you know, I, um, yeah. So what, I mean, yeah. What does happen when we get to the point where the government's saying, where's your COVID pass? Right. Show your Kobe pass to get your driver's license for your kid to go to school. I mean, these, mm -hmm. and I, it's, it's really your house to leave your house. And it's exciting because you see all these people waking up, finally waking up because some of us who are, who have been involved in vaccine freedom for the last few years, you know, we've, we've been trying to shake people and we're like, listen, yeah. and they're like, no, 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 I'll just get every vaccine. But now, now they're listening. Like, Maybe I don't want the very poorly tested in it, you know, like, COVID vaccine and, and, and the manufacturers have no liability and wait a second, my kids should have the, we want the right to not have, right. And so you're finally seeing these people wake up and it's exciting, but then it's scary at the same time, because if enough of us don't start, um, you know, getting together and fighting these, what does our future look like? You know, it's, it's yeah. going to be worse. I think, you know, than we can, than we can even imagine. Yeah, the downside's very, very scary. And I apologize. I have to have my phone on because my daughter's out with a caregiver and just You're good. to be able to. You're good. I got um, four kids. You never yeah. have to apologize to me. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, it's, it's, it, it is, it's this interesting space we're in because when you, when you really think about what they, the, the level of control that they want and that they could have, it's horrifying. But then on the other side, there's, there are so many more people waking up now. There are people who weren't, as you say, weren't at all interested in the, right. the vaccine issue. And now they're like, oh, whoa, hang on a second. Not for me. And right. I don't know if you saw this, but yesterday, um, the, the Great Barrington Declaration, did you see mm, this? No. This is, this is really exciting because it's, um, and it was, uh, it was facilitated by AIER, the American Institute of Economic Research, which has been doing great coverage of the whole issue. But 
it's this declaration, it's a letter signed by um, Dr. Martin Koldorf, Dr. Sunetra Gupta, and Dr. Jay Bhattacharya, I'm probably mispronouncing all of those, you know, highly esteemed medical professionals basically saying, you know, given everything we know now, this is absurd. This policy is counterproductive. It's hurting people. There's no reason for it. And they're getting a ton of other professionals to sign on to that. So it's not just, you know, it's not just you and me. It's not just, you know, a group of doctors that they, you know, the frontline doctors who they put all their resources into, you know, discrediting and and shutting up. It's, there are people speaking out now at a level where I don't think they can just dismiss it. So things like that make me optimistic, but then yeah, it's, it's this, we're like right in the middle of sort of a great awakening on the one hand or total state tyranny on the other. Yeah. And it's, it just feels like it's breathing right down our necks. Now, did you hear about the, the incident that happened with the father that tried to watch his child's football game? Here in Idaho. The father, no. I, I yeah. heard about him. No, 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 no. Oh. What happened? Okay, so Ammon Bundy. I don't know if you're familiar mm-hmm. with who he is. Okay, so yeah. he lives He lives in Idaho. And his son was in a football game for, for high school. And he had gone to the game. So it was not at their home. It was at the, the next town over. And Ammon had gone to the game to attend. And apparently the rule was, if I understand correctly, was you had to wear your mask from, from entrance to your seat, but then you could take it off at your seat. Because apparently it's only <laughs> contagious during the walk. But this sitting is down, one smart it's like virus. magical. This right? is I mean, a no, super smart virus. Well, enact, enact the, you know, the, the <gasps> protective barriers. I, I'm not really sure how that works. Anyway, so <laughs> Ammon, um, you know, has a religious belief. He has a religious ex- exemption, whatever you want to call it, a, a, um, a religious belief to not wear masks, which I, I highly respect. And I actually feel like our religious beliefs are stronger than our medical because you're, anytime you get into the medical exemptions, you've got then the government clamping down right. on the medical system. So I, for me, I'm, everyone asks me when it comes to like, for, for example, vaccine exemptions, I'm like, claim, claim it religious. You need to hold to that. It's religious because religious sure. does not have to equal a 501c3 church or right. a, a building. Right. So anyway, he had gone and um, he even tried to pay. They wouldn't let him. So he went on the outside. So this was basically mm. still in the parking lot area. And so there's a parking lot, a sidewalk, a little bit of grass, and then the fence. And he could see, you know, he could, didn't have as good of a view, but that's where he basically, they wouldn't even let him in. And um, they had called the Caldwell Police Department on him. And thankfully, kudos to them, they did not arrest him. Mm-hmm. They said, we're going to route, we'll just take a report, we'll route it to the prosecutor. And then the prosecutor has to decide if they'll prosecute, which... I'm really hoping he doesn't make the wrong decision on that one. Mm-hmm. Anyway, so um, at some point, the coaches come up to him, uh, I believe on, on his son's team, and is like, they're like, you know, you, you need to leave or you need to come in and wear a mask. And he's like, no, when are you going to stand for freedom? Mm-hmm. No, I'm not going to put the mask on. So anyway, they ended up during halftime. Now, keep in mind that the, the home team, I believe, was losing the the team opposite from Ammon's son's team was losing I believe like 35 to zero or some crazy amount they basically told him if you don't leave we're gonna call we're gonna cancel the game (laughs) and they did it 
Yep. They did it. Wow. And you know, you had these people coming out and pointing their fingers, just wear the mask, just wear the mask. Right, and, you right. know, one of the way, way to turn, way to turn yeah. people against each other. Yeah. And to use the children because people are like, yeah. don't, you know, and they did, people had told me, how dare you do that in front of your children when I was arrested yeah. on the playground. But I was like, if there's ever a moment for me to show and teach my children, because that's my number one responsibility is the nurture and care of my children and, and teaching them, right? Is for me to stand up when I am being threatened for arrest for something that is not wrong. Yeah. And so, you know, looking at Ammon, right. And all these parents are yelling, one parent's yelling at him. They've got their mask off mm -hmm. and they're telling him, just put the mask on. It's just, a, you know, and, and he's like, you know, and anyway, and funny thing is when the coach was talking to him over the fence, didn't have a he mask. didn't have a, he didn't have a mask on <laughs> and it's so arbitrary. And I just, you know, I, I'm telling people, I'm like, if there's ever a time you need to be standing, you know, cause people are like, you know, one of the questions I did a face posted and you know basically you know when's the time right when's the right time if there's ever a time right you, we can argue about a lot of things but if there's ever a time it needs to be when the government or these officials or whoever are using our children against us to threaten our freedom that is the absolute i can say it 100 percent of the time that is absolutely the time and people are like no see because what happens is they manipulate us right of course we don't want to disappoint our children of course we don't want to embarrass our children and make them feel like we're not right you don't you don't want the whole football team to hate your dad mm -hmm. right oh but i just all of these parents lost this amazing moment to go out there yeah. and take ammon push those school officials aside and be like you come in here with us we will yeah. not tolerate this and then let you know so it's really, really, that was one of those moments that people really should have stood up to the plate, plate and they did, but you know, good mm -hmm. on Ammon for standing for Absolutely. We need more Ammons. I'll tell you what. Was, was this on video at all? I haven't seen. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that, okay, um, go to my to page. Yeah. Okay. Go to my page. Okay. And um, I think it's the Bundy ranch is the actual page that all those videos aired on. So anyone who's okay. listening, Bundy ranch, B-U-N-D-Y. And um, yeah, they were showing it live. In fact, my husband and I were watching it wow. and I was just like, I, I had to, my husband had to work and I, so I couldn't, you know, otherwise I would have driven out there and been another person in support of him. Yeah. And really yeah. when we, you know, when people push you back and they're actually, they're going to be doing a, um, I don't know if they're calling it a protest or a rally, but there's a big group of people that are going to go back out to Caldwell Friday mm -hmm. night. This is, let's see, what's, what's that would be the 9th of October. Okay. Uh, I think they're going at 6 PM and they're going to have basically a protest back at this school that manipulated parents nice. that, that, that extorted nice. parents at, at, at their, you know, threat of their children's football game. And they're going to stand there in defense of what Ammon did and basically say, we're here again. Don't do it. Mm -hmm. So we'll see what happens. I don't know if yeah. I'm going to be able to go, but look forward to that. That's it'll, awesome. it'll probably be playing live. I'll try to remember to send you a link if I'm watching. That it. would be great. That would be great. Yeah. I guess that's what's, that's what's disappointing is that, you know, as you say that what a great opportunity to turn it around to, you know, we've got all these parents in the stands and you'd like to think that there's something, a principle that's more important to them than finishing this game. Right. You know, you'd like to think there's something that they'd be willing to stand for. Right. Um, and probably there, probably there were a few in there who sure. felt that way. Sure. But, you know, what a great opportunity right there. You've got this whole stand full of parents who can just say, no, we're not doing this. We're not doing no. this. Come on How in. dare you, school? Yep. How yeah. Right. How dare yeah. you? I mean, because it really is disgusting. Yeah. I can't think of any, any other way to put it. It's so disgusting. Yeah. I mean, to try to extort 
Mm-hmm. That's basically extortion. Mm-hmm. We're, we're going to turn off this game if you don't put on your mask. Yeah. Extortion. Yeah. I, we're going to ruin this children. thing for your kids. Yeah. We're right. going to ruin this thing for your kids and it's his fault. Right. It's the guy standing out there without us. It's his fault. Right. And it's a prime, it's a prime position for these school officials or any, any, any government official, honestly, to be in, because of course you don't want to feel that you don't want to be put in that position where your, your child's going to miss out on something or be denied something. I mean, so I don't know if you know, but a couple of years ago, my son was denied his first day of um, yes, kindergarten. Yes, I remember that. Yeah. Paper. Yeah. Yep. And, and, and that's exactly what they, they did. That's mm-hmm. exactly what they did. There was a piece of paper. They said, the paper said, basically, I was putting my child or others at risk. Mm-hmm. And I was like, well, first of all, even if I believe that I'm not stupid enough to sign that, but I didn't believe it also. And I just, I just transferred that idea to like, let's, you know, what if gun owners in Idaho were required to sign a piece of paper saying you admit, you agree that you're putting your child at risk by owning a gun in your home. Mm-hmm. No, people would be like, I'm not going to sign that. I get to own a gun regardless. Right. But these are things that people don't really think about. And it, it is hard to stand up. It is hard to, to push back. But I was like, nope, we're not doing it. And I showed up with my son the first day of school. I'd argued with the school nurse, the, um, the district nurse. And I showed up that day and I was like, I dare them to deny my child his constitutional right to an education. I dare you to do it. You know, this, the son who is now eight that, you know, he experienced this and, you know, he's, he understands what it means to stand for freedom. And I explained to him, I go, it's not your mom's fault. You're not going to school. It's their fault. Never let the government tell your child that that's not what happened because mom's standing here ready to put you in school. They want to make your mom do something evil and bad for you. Right. And so he, anyway, so I think it's a great, I mean, I'm excited to show my children more times and I, and and, and I, I want them to know that for their, their children, their grandchildren, because we have to stand firm. You know? Yeah. And it's, it's so interesting to see, you know, what they do. It's, it's the way that their, that their game works is they, they have something you want in the moment, uh, mm-hmm. you know, a football game or an experience of the first day of school, some, some material thing. And their whole plan for success is riding on the expectation that you don't have something to you that's more important than that. You don't right. have a principle. You don't have something that... Right. And so this is also, I feel like it's a great opportunity to show our kids that, yeah, there is something more important than a football game. There is something more important than your first day in school. And doesn't mean those things don't matter, but there's something bigger. And there there are things that matter more. Yeah. Because temporary, I mean, that whole idea of this temporary um, gratification, gratification, and that's what that was last week for the football game. These people could not see that this temporary gratification long-term allowing their rights to be denied or allowing somebody, even somebody else's rights to to be denied. I mean, they're complicit. Mm -hmm. They're Mm -hmm. complicit in the downfall of their own freedoms being removed. They don't see it, but they'll get to that point because it's going to get hard enough here in the future, unless you're going to be the type of person that you're just going to literally bow down every single time. I mean, it'll be interesting to see, you know, what, what that looks like. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, but it, it, you know, it gives me a little bit of hope, though, because I feel like the people who are trying to, the people who want this control, it's kind of like the only weapon they have or the only, the only tool they have is this instant gratification, is, is our yeah. desire for, instant, is for gratification. And they can, right. they can mess with that. They can take that away. But if we come back at them with principle, I don't think they know how to deal with that. I don't think they have that in their arsenal. Well, and we for sure need, and it's, it has to be more than principle. It has to be numbers, yeah. right? 
It has to, I mean, Ammon Bundy did not, him alone is not what stopped that from happening. Now he stood for his principles. He was an amazing example. Yeah. But I would have loved to see at least 50% of that crowd get up and say, what are you doing? How dare you even threaten? How dare you even threaten to cancel this game over your arbitrary, you know, rule walking, walking from the, you know, the entrance until the seat. I mean, I I don't see how people, I literally, these, some of these prime moments, right. You, I mean, you probably saw the mom who was tased at her football game, her football game. And I'm literally yelling at the TV because I didn't realize when I played, I I had my two older boys. I didn't watch the whole thing. I just, I I heard the description. I saw the first part. I'm like, I can't, I'm not. You're like, I can't. Yeah. I didn't see the description. No, the one I watched did not have the description. So I'm playing it. And I'm with my older two sons. So I'm thinking, oh, they're just they're going to remove her. And then they're tasing her. I literally scream at the TV and I'm yelling how cowardly these people are around her. The cowards. Yeah. Because seriously, yeah. you would have had you know, three, four grown men to go up to that officer saying, you are violating your oath. You need to remove yourself. Do you know what I mean? Like you, we need yeah. to, we have to stand for the people that are standing for our freedoms, you yeah. know? Okay. You're yeah. not in the hot seat, but you're going to be. You know, right? and, what, and like what's they that? don't see, they don't see that it's, that they're coming for them too. You know, there's right. going to be a point where, okay, you don't mind wearing a mask, but there's going to be something you do mind. And right. what do you do then? What's, what's your plan when it gets to that point? Right. Well, and what's that? I'm, I'm trying to look it up really quick. They, what's that um, quote that's in the Holocaust museum that it says, you know, they, they came for the blank, but it's, they came for the communists and they came. Yes. For the blah, blah, yes. Blah, 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 and, and then there was no one left. Yeah. And then there was no one left. And that's exactly what's happening yeah. because they're betting on the yeah. fact that, you know, and it is uncomfortable, right? It's, it is uncomfortable. I'll tell you what, I mean, I look at my life before the arrest and after <laughs> the, the arrest and I, I live two different lives. This life now is completely different than my life pre- because I mean, a it's very stressful to have the state of Idaho breathing down your yeah. neck yeah. with un, unlimited resources, um, you know. But at the end of the day, I know I cannot principally plead guilty because I'm not guilty. It doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. It doesn't matter who tells me I'm There's guilty. No crime. There was no There's crime. There's no committed. crime. Yeah. You can't tell me standing on wood chips. You know what? What was I doing? You know. And then I don't know if I told you. You know, last time is you know seeing a picture that was sent to me that of a child sitting in uh, the Meridian police departments in, in their car for a birthday party. But how, how was my child not allowed to go to the playground? How was that? Okay. But me and my taxpayer paid property. I'm, you know, so it is so arbitrary, right? And the picnic yeah. tables are COVID free, but those were open and the basketball um, right. was okay. Right. But we'll just, me, we'll just draw a line and this, this area is infected. Yeah. And this area is, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I mean, physically, and here's the deal. The funny thing is, is, you know, standing on those wood chips, the wood chips, that area was actually never cordoned off the playground equipment, the, the metal mm-hmm. plastic equipment that had the caution tape on it where I was at. And no point was that ever cordoned off with tape. Mm-hmm. So anyway, it's just, Oh, everything's so arbitrary. I'm literally like, anyway, I just want to <laughs> shake people and say, wake yeah. up. Well, Wake so, up. so here's, so, um, I, I posted about this on my blog. There's, um, this, this Facebook. So the response from kind of from ordinary people is what infuriates me mm, because mm-hmm. I'm seeing a lot of, you know, there's this, there's this Facebook group. Let me pull up the name of it. Are they um, ordinary people? Are they sleeping people? Are we calling them yeah, ordinary? Know, that, right. That's What's the question. Anymore? That's the question. Who, what, what's going on? Um, so 
Oh, now I'm not seeing the name of it. Anyway, there's a Facebook group that's dedicated to basically. Oh, I could probably tell you the name. Yeah. Oh, USA against Sarah Brady. I know. And there's another Um, one too. Oh, great. Two whole groups. Wow. Um, But what's hilarious about this is that I screenshotted their description and group rules, you know, no sharing of personal information, no hate speech or bullying. So here's this group. The whole group is made for hate speech. Yeah. Yeah. And, and I, I and a number of other people wrote to Facebook and reported them. Yeah, I'm assuming it's this group there. is still up. It's, it's, it's still, still up. Yeah. And then you've had some other interactions with people where they're just, they'll, they'll say these crazy things like, you know, I, I, I support you. I, I, I agree with you, but this wasn't the right way to do it. Right. Kind of yeah, thing. Yeah, yeah. And it's, how do you respond to that? Yeah. So this wasn't the right way. Okay. So, you know, that day, just going back, um, a, I wasn't planning on going to a play date, right? I wasn't necessarily hair and makeup was not done for a photo shoot. So, um, and, and, and you know, and being there, I mean, what, what does that mean? Like the right way, I will tell you, I was a little bit miffed, not even a little bit. I'm clearly miffed. Right. Cause by the time the officers, like I'm, I told you, right. And there's other people, he singled me out mm. and said, you know, you, I'm giving you five seconds. And I just was like, I, I was, well, I mean, what's the word I'm looking for? I mean, irritated is the first word that came, comes to mind, but you know, just, I was appalled. I was appalled that I was being basically threatened with arrest and only me, nobody else. Right. And I've been locked in my house for six weeks with my kids, four kids, one who's special needs. And, um, you know, it's not as pretty as I, if I could go back, if I knew it was going to happen, Brittany, if I had known, if I had known, okay, maybe I wouldn't have been so like, appalled and completely just like, fine, arrest me for being in a park, do it. Right. But I was in that moment, I was so offended about being threatened with arrest. Right. And, and, and being denied, basically you're threatening to deny, you're threatening to take away my civil rights. I have a civil right to be there and peaceably assemble. Mm-hmm. I'm doing nothing wrong. I'm not looting. I'm not burning down buildings. I'm not murder. You know, I'm not flipping cop cars over. Right. Um, so in that moment, the thing is, is we are going to be and when we were put in those positions, especially if we're surprised about them and you're not expecting it, it is natural for people to not be at their prettiest moment. Mm-hmm. But I think it would be better for people to stand for their rights and it not be pretty than it to look like it's some, is it really going to look pretty when you, when you resist tyranny? I just don't think it is. And you're never going to make anyone, everyone happy. And I might have people be like, oh, it's perfect. I I completely, I was, I was the mom in your shoes. And quite frankly, you were much nicer than I would have ever been. Right. You've got those people. And then all the way over to the other side of the, like, how disrespectful of you. Right. (laughs) But it's that same thing. It's that same thing where they don't realize, do you know what was disrespectful that day? Threatening a mom with four kids standing on wood chips with a rest. That, that was foolish. That was disrespectful. So these a lot of people, they don't understand. They're, they're looking at this from a different vantage point and they don't realize what is going on and what's actually happening in that moment. And, and what the, right. I mean, how, how can you, how can anyone think that the mom standing wood chips is a criminal? Okay. But if this is, this is our world now, right? You're a bad person. Let whatever me just they say, somewhere. whatever they say is a crime is a crime right. and you've got to right. go along with it. It's- right. There's no principle behind that. There's no, you know, but you know, we're in this era of right is wrong, wrong, wrong is right, up is down, down is up. And so, you know, 
I just look at those people and I feel bad for them that they don't really understand that they're going to be put in a moment. If, right? if they actually think this, this, this particular woman that you're referring to, that's, I think we're talking about the yeah. Facebook post, post I did where she, she said I was foolish, right? I, yeah. was, I was foolish for what I did. And if she, she claimed to be conservative, and I, I think there's going to come a day for every one of us, if we truly love our rights and we truly want to keep some of them, right? Because some of us have already given up some of them. I mean, that's just, that's just the bottom line. There's just some that we've already abdicated, right? But if there's going to come a time and we're going to, we're going to talk about clear delineating lines. For example, do you want to have the government have the right over you having the right to put something into your body? I'm going to, I always want to keep that right. That's for me, that's just, that's a no brainer line for me. Some people maybe don't care about their body and to the point where they're okay with the government putting in whatever they want at any given point, if they want to have, let's say a driver's license, right? Hey, Brittany, if you don't get your, if you don't get your vaccine, you're not going to have a driver's license. We're not going to let you cross state lines, right? Oh, then it's going to go to, you can't write grocery stores, mm-hmm. post office. Like I, I really think these people are going, I don't know how they're going to act that pretty in that moment. Mm-hmm. I mean, if someone shows up to our home, right? If an officer shows up to my home and says, I've looked at the list and you are not in the, because we have Iris in Idaho. Most states actually have a vaccine database. I, I, Idaho has Iris and that's a, that's a vaccine tracking database, right? They can go in and see if that you've had your vaccine. So let's say an officer comes in my home and says, you know, Ms. Brady, we've checked our database. We see you and your, your family don't have vaccines. We're here to administer that for you at... Mm-hmm. such and such mandate. Okay. Such and such law, even if it's a law, it doesn't matter. Okay. it doesn't the constitution doesn't allow that, but they're there. Do you honestly think most people are going to somehow in a pretty way say no, it's not going to, it's not going to be pretty. And when they're holding you down or your children down, do you honestly think that it's going to be like, Oh, you know, you know what? Oh, you know, I, I don't really like this right now. It's not going to look pretty. It's not going to look professional. It's not going to be anything because when rubber meets the road, I'm telling you, you're going to be screaming when you're hauled off to the cattle cars. It's not going to look pretty, Brittany. It's not going to look pretty. So, I mean, I just have to look at those people and be like, well, I'm excited to see your day. I'm, I'm excited mm-hmm. to see your, your viral mm-hmm. video. Mm-hmm. When you look we'll all be less watching. pretty. You know, we'll all be watching. Yeah. And I'm I mean, sure the, sad, I- the sad thing though, is that I think by the time a lot of those people realize what's coming, it's going to be here. It's going to be too it's, late. Right. I mean, It'll be too now late. Now is the time yeah, to if, be standing up to it. If people didn't realize that people getting arrested on beaches was bad, moms getting arrested mm-hmm. on playgrounds, moms getting tased. I mean, mm-hmm. um, fathers getting denied entrance. Into football. If you have not woken up now, I don't know when you're going to wake up. I'm literally, maybe that will be physically when it happens to you. Maybe that will be the moment. And like you said, it will be too late. Yeah. It'll be too late. You're going to be in the concentration camp or what, whatever it is. I don't know what that looks like. I can just tell you as evil encroaches upon liberty, it doesn't, it's not fun. It's not, it's not going to be a, a, a you know, a, it's going to be scary. Absolutely. Because there's no limits. Evil doesn't have limits. So yeah, I mean, I pray for them that they'll wake up because right, because, and here, and you know, here's the deal. A lot of times, you know, so I got a little bit upset because I saw so many people criticizing this man, Ammon Bundy, for standing mm-hmm. firm on his principles at the football game, right? At a football game. And, you know, it brought back just some experiences I had had after I was arrested. And I think what people don't realize is, you know, 
when people stand up for their rights, they're helping stand up for your rights. Mm -hmm. And that's what Ammon was doing. Mm -hmm. He literally was, he became the point person. He became that person on, on the end of a stick that people had this opportunity to come and be with him and defend him, stand near him, because that would have been, it wasn't just sticking it for him. It was sticking it for them as themselves as well. And I really just, I just, you know, as we're watching all this stuff happen, I'm like, just please wake up, please turn off your TV, turn off, you know, the regurgitation of whatever the news wants you to believe the indoctrination, wake up and see what's happening. Because literally, I mean, we, Brittany, we don't have a future without freedom. We don't have it. There's no future. There just isn't. I mean, give me liberty or give me death. I would rather be dead than have my freedoms taken away. Because you're basically dead. And we're talking about our kids' futures. We're talking about the world that they're growing into. Right. You know, um, yeah. And when we're gone, and when we're gone and we can't protect them, right? Or we can't help them. I mean, we really should be literally dropping everything we're doing right now. You know, anything that's superfluous. Yeah. Let it go start defending freedom, whatever that looks like for you. You know, if that's, you know, right now I had a parent actually contact me about masks in school, right? That's a big deal in school right now. And I don't know what that looks like um, where you're at, but this, this, this parent, this is going to be talking about medical exemptions a little bit, um, sent their daughter to school, got a medical exemption from their doctor. The schools denied it. (laughs) So now they've got legal representation for that. Another friend, close, similar situation, sent their daughter to school with a medical exemption. They had to have it approved by by the school. And that's the same thing that happened in California, right? They took away the philosophical exemption. They took away the religious. Then you had your medical left, right? Yeah. So all these people went and got medical exemptions. And they don't exist anymore, basically. Right. And even, right, the legitimate ones too. I mean, like, it didn't matter if it was legitimate or not, right? They basically, then they started attacking the doctors. And that's why I'm like, people don't go to the doctor for your rights. And when I go into stores, I don't yeah. have a medical exemption if I don't wear a mask. I'm not going to even say it. Like people are like, just get a medical. They're like, you're going to go to court, just get a medical exemption. No, just, that's, and I'm that's like, just no. playing along. That's playing no, along with I'm the not, game. No, right. Because then it, it solidifies. Then what it does is solidifies. It, it, it mm-hmm. weakens the religious exemption, which basically that's the strongest thing, in my opinion, that you can have when you, when you have, a, have a right. And then you go over here, you move over and you get a medical exemption. And you, you can't go back from that because then if you go, well, I have a religious exemption, they're going to say, no, 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 you said it was medical. Right. That's not truly religious, right? Because they're going to say, nope, it was medical. And now you're just trying to play a game. So yeah. I just, religious for me is the number one thing. It doesn't matter if the courts are like, we're going to take you to jail. I have a, a my religious conscience deny, I, I cannot deny the fact that I, I feel that it is wrong to put a mask over my face. That I am not sick. I am not, I am not um, sick until proven healthy. You're right. You know, and I think people are not getting this, you know, oh, okay. I'm yeah. not, I'm not sick. And you know, my, my, my mask protects you, but who are probably the people that are getting tested for COVID probably the mask wearers. Cause a lot of people are choosing not to wear masks. I don't think they're willingly going and getting tested to this, to the degree, yeah. the people that are wearing masks are. So if your masks really work and they protect other people, how come all those people, how come our rates aren't going down then? Because those rates are based upon mask wears mostly, in my yeah. opinion. I don't yeah. know. I, well, and they're based, they're based on faulty tests. And that, that too, right? The, you know, when you look at the actual, when you look at the numbers of, of hospitalizations and deaths, they're going straight down just like any other virus does. Right. You know? right. But yeah, when you ramp up testing, it's going to look like there's this huge, you know, explosion of, of, of a contagion. And right. no, it, it's not. Right. Um, 
so what what do we what do we do what's what's it just it, it seems it seems like we're up against not clearly you know the the intentions of the state and of the people pushing all this are evil it, what they have in store for us is not something we want but what do we do about all these people who are just going along with it um you know and i've asked a bunch of my guests about this lately is you know how do you how do you talk to people who don't see it? And what do you, is there anything you've learned from your experience about reaching, you know, the people who, who don't get it? Yeah, so that's a great question. I've got various thoughts about that. But I will tell you, I had a, a woman reach out to me a few weeks ago and she said, I, I, I judged you in the beginning. I thought you were crazy for what you did on the playground, but I realize now that you were just aware of what was going on before the rest of us. Hmm. And so I think the number one thing we need to do, because really we can't change other people, right? We can't change other people. And so for me, the number one thing is um, me. I, I can only control what's around me, right? And so I think setting an example is a big thing, is setting an example, right? Because we, we can get on we can get online all the time, right? And we can criticize people who are doing it wrong and they're not doing it pretty enough. Um, but what are you actually doing, right? Okay, so let's say I did not do it right time, right place. Then when is the right time and right place? And have you done that in the right time and right place? I don't, honestly, I don't think there's a right time and right place, but that's, if you think that if someone else is telling you there's a right time and right place, what is that? And then go and do it, right? Now for some people right now, like there's not really a lot of action we can, you know, there's not, I mean, you could, you could fight everything right? You yeah. can fight everything. Yeah. It could literally be, um, I only shop at the stores that don't let me wear masks. That's okay. I mean, I'm, I don't have a problem with that. Okay. I've, I've quit my job because my employer's making me wear one. That's okay too. But some people, I mean, like that's a tricky spot for some people. My husband wears a mask at work. Okay. When he's required to, he's a police officer. That's been his choice. He believes he'll have a different hill to die on. He doesn't believe that the mask hill for him is the hill to die on. And I'm, and that's, that's something each individual person has to know when that line is, right? But when he's not required to, he does not wear a mask, right? So, um, and you know, for me, it's kind of been, you know, I, I've got a lot of stress dealing with the, the court stuff. And so there have been times I will wear a freedom mask. I don't know if I've have shown you my freedom yes, mask. Yes, I saw them. I'll, okay, I'll, so I'll, sh I'll show your viewers just, I'm going to grab yeah, one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I've worn a freedom mask when I'm just low on energy and don't necessarily want to fight someone. Right. Okay. Cause I, I get it. When you stand for your rights, like you might have, you might have the Karens or the Teresa's like coming out against you. Right. And you don't, and you know, I will say it is hard in public to worry about that. Right. Cause I, you've seen videos of people physically attacking yeah. people choosing not to wear masks. So I get that there's, there's no shame. So I I'll wear this. Right. So it's a little bit of a protest mask. Right. But I've got a mask. <laughs> it's on. A mask. Actually, it's a mask. I pretty much, I've had zero, zero issues with this. And you, so your listeners know I sell these for $5 plus postage if they want one. Yes. And um, if you have a link to that, I'll, I'll put a link in the show notes. Yeah. So I don't have a website to sell me. You just really have to email me and okay. tell me what you want. Okay. But um, the email is contactsarahbrady.com. You can find me on Facebook too and private message me, Sarah Walton Brady. But so, okay. So the, the next, so setting an example, right? Setting an example. I think also supporting people that are standing up, okay? Again, people, we're not gonna always agree with people on the when or the why or the how, right? But I mean, for me, it's pretty, if you're not being violent, if you're, if you're not looting, if you're not, if you're not doing those things and you're standing for rights, bravo. I don't do a post about every single person that I see standing for their rights. 
but I also don't go in onto their page and attack them. So I try really hard if I disagree, I don't, I don't attack. I don't attack you if you're, if that's, that's, that's your bailiwick, however you decide to do that. Um, I think another thing we need to do is make sure we're meeting people in our area that we're on the same page with, because I think as things get harder, it's going to be, um, and here's the deal. People in our freedom movement, they might claim to be free. They're going to fall off the freedom bandwagon if they don't have true principles and they're not sticking to it. Right. People who I thought really loved freedom messaged me and told me how awful I was for going to, for taking my kids to the playground. I literally was like, I thought you love freedom. I didn't. <laughs> I, oh, okay. So, and you know, as things get harder, it's going to be harder, right? It's not going to be just football games that people are going to write this instant gratification. It's going to be harder. It's going to be driver li driver's license. What does mm -hmm. that mean if you have a job and you're forced to get a vaccine and, and let's say you're a truck driver. Right. Right. And so our, our, our group is going to get smaller because as people comply, the people who are standing up for the rights are going to get smaller. That's just, that's just bottom line. I think what's going to happen. So I think meeting people, right. That are like-minded that, you know, you feel like are as close to where you're going to draw your line in the sand. Um, yeah, it's, it's really been interesting watching people. And I, like I said, speaking an example, I think also to speaking out, right? And it is great. And I don't want to say people, everyone's keyboard warriors because you go online and you share posts and that kind of, I, I'm just saying there's more to, I think, to standing up than just being on the computer, right? It's taking action. You know, I see some of these parents, my children aren't in public school, but if I had a child in public school, I would be absolutely taking action on this mass thing. Absolutely, because it's even worse than what we've got going on with the vaccine issue, because right now in Idaho, we have all three exemptions, medical, philosophical, and medical, but for masks, you don't. That would be something that I would be standing up and I would be fighting my school on tooth and nail. I had, it was sad to see, I saw a mom who did a post and she was upset about her child. It was getting headaches. Her young child was right. getting headaches. I mean, it's been, there are studies showing that it causes hypoxia and it's, a symptom of hypoxia is headaches. Right. And so her, her, she, she sent a message and she felt that it was a win when her child was allowed a one minute mass break every 10 minutes. <sighs> oh my God. And I even told this woman, oh I said, listen, God. I will go to you with the school. I will help you. I will videotape these. Here's some things like, for example, you know, for the school thing, if anyone's out there listening, this is what I would do. I would go to the school with my child. I would allow them to be denied over a piece of, piece of something over their mouth. I would videotape it. And I'll tell you who I would contact. I would contact my legislator. I would contact mm -hmm. my school board. I would contact my mayor. I mean, I would literally contact any elected official within my circle. And I would say, this shouldn't be happening to my kid. Oh, and I also contact the media. Don't forget that. Mm -hmm. Now, the media isn't necessarily on our site for the mask issue, but it, that needs to be spread that a kid is denied school over something over their face. So that's, I mean, that's something, again, like I don't have the bandwidth right now. Otherwise, right, you my, can't fight every I, battle. You can't fight every battle, but, but yeah. that to me is a winnable battle, battle right now. That to me is something, because I get when people are like, mm -hmm. I have to have this job. I don't have anything right now. I'm going to put the mask on. So I, I, yeah. how can I judge them? Right, you're, you're not, to, how, you're not you know, in their position. You're, and... Here's the deal. You're not going to be able to fight for freedom very well if you're just trying to struggle to put food on your plate. And the government knows that. Yes. Tyranny, the yes. people who are pushing tyranny, they know that. Yeah. Okay. So, but for me, like my husband and I were already talking about what does that look like when the vaccine comes? He's not going to force that on other people. He'll mm -hmm. have to lay down his badge. And so, you know, I think also it's preparing for the future. Mm -hmm. You know, we're going to, we're going to hope for the best, but we're going to prepare for the worst. Right. Because if things get as bad as they have in, in, in history, we need to be able to, to be ready. What does that look like? Right. Well, the other Am thing I, that occurs to me, I mean, your husband being a police officer and you know, don't say anything that you don't want to say, but, sure. um, 
you know, there, there's also, you know, I've had Sheriff Mack on the show and mm. talking about um, sheriffs and, and law officers upholding the Constitution. Right. You know, there also seems to be an opportunity for speaking with um, people in law enforcement yes. about you know, you should not be doing this. This is right. not, this is not the oath you took. Right. This is not what, what you, you know, signed up for. Right. You should be on our side. Right. So maybe, you know, maybe some of that'll happen. In his I think department. that's, I think I'm glad you add that onto my thing, list of things to do. I think that's a great, great thing is to be meeting with law enforcement, meeting with your legislators, meeting with people so they know how you feel about it and developing those relationships, right? Because if we're only popping up every time we've got a problem with something, mm -hmm. I believe elected officials just see us as a problem child. Does that make sense? Yeah. If you're developing relationships now, nobody has the bandwidth to develop a personal relationship with every elected official within their ability to vote. That's just not possible. Mm -hmm. But if you're getting a group of people together who are developing relationships with people, right, knowing who you're voting for, like right now, a lot of the problem we've had with our with our Ada County mandates is because we've got a county commissioner whose sister is pro-vaccine. Mm -hmm. She debated Ashley Everly on an hour-long program a couple years ago. So you know, it's more than just, well, does, you know, like a lot of these, the, um, what's the word I'm looking for? The, our, our health departments are, they've got boards of people that are, you know, it's, it's, it's stacked with people who are honestly, I want to say it. I, I hate to say it. Anti-freedom. Yeah. Okay. Absolutely. And a lot of us are, we're, we're, I mean, like I just, and that's our legislature out here in California too. Yes. Right. That's exactly right. And it's so it's, you know, a lot of people are waking up in there. It's, it's awakening to your awful situation is basically there's, there's, there, that's a, the term that's used. Right. But the thing is, is people are now just waking up to the tyranny that's been going on for decades. It's, okay? it's decades. Yeah. You know, it's, it's the frog in the pot. And if you turn it up high really quick, that frog's going to jump out the heat really quick. It's going to jump out. But if you slowly, you can slowly cook a frog in a pot, right? You're just cook him to death. And that's, that's the problem that's happening right now is we're getting, it's getting hotter. Some people are hopping out, right? They're like, Oh my gosh, this is what's going on. Right. So a lot of these things are not going to be fixed overnight, especially with his little people that have been fighting for freedom. And then the, the awakening that's ha going to, ha that's happening, right? We're still trying to, everyone's still trying to get even just get on their bearings because if you just woke up yesterday and you're like, Oh my word, what's happening. It's going to take you some time to catch up on who are your elected officials who are pushing the mandates. There's, you know what I mean? So I've been around for a few years. I have a little bit of bearing, but now watching some of my Facebook friends wake up and they're like, wait, hold on. What about this person? And I'm like, yeah, sorry to break the news to you. <laughs> they, they look good when you talk to them and they seem really great. Like some of these politicians, right? They can sell freedom verbally, yeah. but their product them. is, yeah. is bad, right? What they're voting for. And so it's really, honestly, I have to say like, it's funny. Like I got off, I got off the Netflix bandwagon, right? I, I, I canceled my Netflix before it was cool. Right. Cause now it's cool because the, the right. cutie show or whatever it is now it's cool to cancel. I did it. Like, I don't even know how many years ago. Um, and I literally, I'm telling you, I do not have time to watch fun TV. Sure. There'll be an occasional time. I'll put in a movie maybe once every six months. And I'm not bragging. I'm just saying, I literally am so concerned about my children's future. Yeah. The majority of my time is spent focused on what does that look like in me and fighting for their future in regards to freedom? Because sitting down is not going to happen. It's not going to happen. You have to get involved. Yeah. You have to go out and testify. You have to go out and vote. You have to get to know who your legislators are, who your County commissioners are, who you're, you know what I mean? You have to get, because here's the deal. I mean, truth sets us free, right? 
if you don't know the truth about what's going on in, in, in politically, if you don't know what's going on, you may as well be asleep, really. And you are asleep, you know, to a degree. So, I mean, I think it's just, it's becoming active. It's becoming aware. And I mean, honestly, it's putting, I think, 110% of our efforts into this. And yeah. it's exhausting. It is. It is. Yeah. But, yeah. you know, what other choice do we have? Because when I'm laying on my deathbed, looking at my children, my grandchildren, I want to look at them and say, I've done everything I could do. I've done everything. So, and it's really just each of us individually doing everything that we can do, right? The best that we know how. Yeah. And like you said, it's not, you know, there's not one right way to do it. There's not, there's not one perfect battle to pick. There's not one perfect time or place. There's not one, right. everyone's got to pick right. their own battles. Everyone has their own. Everyone has know. their own different strategies, right? Yeah. Everyone has their own different personalities, their own different way takes on that. Right. And I really truly believe you join with people when you agree and with you don't agree. You just step back. I don't think, yeah. you know, and that's, you don't need to knock them down. You don't need to knock them down. Right. Yeah. And, and, and that's the thing. Some people have thought, well, I'm, I don't want to be involved because this one person, I'll, I'll use a poor Ammon Bundy. He, he gets blasted so much in Idaho, you know, people are like he's grandstanding. I'm like, yeah, for your freedoms. Exactly. Even if he is grandstanding, like your point is right. Like the man is doing more for freedom or willing to sacrifice more for freedom than you can even imagine. So, and I hope someday people realize that, right? And here's the deal. I don't always agree with Emma Buddy on every strategy, right? Mm -hmm. they, a group of them went to the officer's house. I didn't agree with that after I was arrested at the playground. Mm -hmm. But that doesn't mean that I have to beat him up for it. I right. just say, okay, I wish you guys would have gone to the playground because I think that that would have had a better optic look. And I think it actually would have made it, but then it changed the narrative, I believe, going to the officer's house. And me, my, my husband being an officer, right? Now, is it right or wrong to go to an officer's house? Well, it's not illegal. Do I think it's the best strategy in all situations? I don't. But again, like, who, who am I to beat you down for? I mean, you want to talk about what the founders did to people <laughs> that were against freedom? I mean, they would go into homes, rip out their furniture, burn down their orchards. Um, what, what, what is it called when they would put the tar, tar and feather? Yes. Right? Tar and yeah, feathering. Like, yeah. I'm like, <laughs> I, you know, they were going to the officer's house to serve him a paper. Do I think it was wrong? No, I don't think it was wrong. I just think there would have been a better strategy in that situation. But again, that's where mm -hmm. I'm like, I've spoken to Ammon Bundy, you know, like I appreciate his, I completely appreciate and admire his resolve in standing for freedom. How many people mm -hmm. do we know that, are, that have been that willing and actually do it, right? Yeah. He, yeah, he seems to be one of the it. most grounded people, one yeah. of the most really, he, he knows right. what his principles are and, and right. he's not. And he's not going to, right. He's not going to comply. He's not going to, um, what's the word I'm looking for when you, you give up, huh? Sorry. Mom brain, mom brain. Um, <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. I'll think of the word later. I'm sure. In the yeah. No, but he's solid. He's solid. He's really, he's really grounded in, in what he believes and right. He, he doesn't seem to, yeah, I'm going to, I'm going to try and get him on the show. So you should, um, you should. Yeah. Talk about the, the football yep. thing. Yeah. Thank you so much for coming on. Um, Thank you. I want to have you back on again as, as things develop or, you know, we can be talking for well. years. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Who knows this pretrial stuff. I really hope, I mean, I like oh you. God. I want to talk to you. I just feel bad. <laughs> well, this there's a the lot to talk about. talk about. No, but it's, uh, it's, 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 it's important to, to, the, the situation you're in, I think, is important to follow because 
it's not, it, this isn't going to just be about you. You're not going to be the only one who ends up in a situation like this. I'm just the first. Right oh, yeah. one of the yeah. first. Yeah. yeah. And that's the thing I've told people. I'm like, if they're willing to take a mom to jail and prosecute her and continue to carry a case over standing on wood chips, you don't think they're not going to come after you over hard, more difficult things, yeah. masks, vaccine, yeah. COVID pass, whatever it is, Brittany, right? So I'm like, this is, this is, this is, this is child's play. This is going to be child's complaint compared to what's going to happen. And what I think people don't realize is right now, you know, they're not involved in a, a legal battle, right? It's very stressful. So think of all of your friends who are saying, I don't want to wear a mask. And then they get to a point, they're in that pinch point where maybe they do get arrested or they get charged with something or whatever our resources are going to start to dwindle mm -hmm. as we start being actually persecuted specifically right. in, in, in the courts. Okay? Which is why now is the time. Now right is really now. the time to Fight be doing it. this. Yeah. Exactly. Before we're yeah. all put in jail indefinitely because of the Patriot Act or whatever it is. Right. So anyway, yeah, I do appreciate you for having me on your show. We'll keep in yeah. touch. Yes. I'll, I'll, yeah. Keep me posted with what's going on and um, I'll talk to you again soon. Yeah, sounds good. Take care. Okay, you too. Thanks. See ya. Bye.